Alex Donnelly standing by here, Senior VP of Global Operations at C2FO. Thank you for being with us. I'm glad you're Thank able you to me. join us. Um, tell us how C2FO has helped to keep businesses going through and getting the access for capital. Tell us more about the world of business in this current environment. So what C2FO does is allow suppliers facing cost pressures better access to their working capital. And I want to talk first just a little bit about the cost pressures that many small businesses especially are facing right now. Specifically, they're seeing their cost of borrowing increase year over year. They're seeing their payment terms increase, at least they've told us, roughly 17% year over year. And what that means is they're waiting longer for their money. They're waiting longer to be paid. So what C2FO does is allow their customers, we work, we partner directly with their customers like large retailers and enterprise companies to allow those suppliers to accelerate payments at a faster clip at a discount that they specify all in our platform. And so obviously they are struggling at this point. And um, now we've seen a significant rebound, at least in some businesses from the pandemic lows. So what's the outlook now going forward? Retail obviously is having a great couple of quarters, furnishings, appliances, with the housing market booming the way it is. We're seeing people go after the new appliances to fill their homes, right? But wh where they're not faring super well is auto, as we've heard with the chip shortages and what's happening there. Health goods and perishables are also down slightly year over year, as can be kind of expected when you think about what we were all going through in 2020, uh, locked in our houses, buying home gym equipment and groceries. With that being said, I wanna speak more about the cost pressures facing many of these small businesses, especially. Transportation and warehousing costs are up roughly 20% year over year. There's obviously still labor shortages in many of these industries. And what we're really focused on is helping, especially those most at risk. So it's the small businesses, the women-owned businesses, and the minority-owned businesses. These businesses, on average, have seen a 17% increase in their payment terms year over year, as I mentioned. So what we see in our business and in our platform is that minority-owned businesses utilize us roughly six times more, and women-owned businesses roughly three times more they have less access to capital. Many minority-owned businesses tell us that they won't even bother walking into a bank and applying for a loan. There's a huge problem with the system here, and it's something that we're looking to rectify. And as we talk about, obviously, a better way going forward, is, and you're making the point of some of the businesses that are truly struggling and some that are less likely to um, take care of some of those costs in an easier way, like working with a company like yours, um, tell me about energy and autos, because you did talk about some of the costs and supply chain concerns. Um, do you see that changing at all? I don't, not for the next six months at least. And I think most people believe mm. it'll be well into next year. And that's very much related to some things that you guys have been speaking about on this network, chip shortages, semiconductor issues. Auto is definitely feeling it the worst right now. That being said, we've got across the board shipping challenges. And we were speaking with some suppliers last week that told us if they don't have their goods on a container ship by mid-August, they don't actually expect their goods to reach store shelves by the time the holiday rush hit. So the, the, the supply chain issues are really across the board. I think auto definitely feels it uh, most severely right now. And when we look at autos, could you be more specific on autos? Is it, you know, U.S. autos? Is it autos around the globe, EVs? Um, you know, obviously yeah. we've seen autos on sale 
in a way that, and I don't mean on sale like cheaper, because I know that the prices yeah. with inflation have gone up with the demand um, with COVID. Many people have moved out of the city. They've gotten a car, a house and a car. Um, mm -hmm. What do you see here in the auto group in particular? The interesting thing about auto is it's a very interconnected supply chain. We work with many customers in auto uh, that are the major auto manufacturers in the United States, but we also have major customers in India, for instance, who help to manufacture auto parts. The thing about the supply chain in auto is it's very interconnected. And that comes down to re relying on shipping and everything else that I've been speaking about. So when you can't get the final chip to fit into a, an automobile, it affects the entire supply chain. And I know many of these customers have inventory sitting on their shelves that that frankly is, is being wasted and, and going to no use because of what's happening in the supply chain. Yeah, absolutely. We're taking a look at all the different auto stocks there. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, the, the group has done incredibly well during COVID and even auto parts and used autos. Uh, but as we have the constraints with supply chain, uh, that's an issue. Alex, nice to speak with you. Thank you. Alex Donnelly, Senior VP, Global Operations at C2FO. Thank you, Alex.